Welcome to the Baby on the Brand series, where we interview prominent Canadian businesswomen who have achieved a high level of success. We're not only focused on where they are now, but how they got there in the first place. We talk about the lessons they learned, the struggles and rejection they experienced, and the way they pivoted and used change as an opportunity to create the disruptive, unique, and powerful Canadian brands we know and love. We hope that this new series will inspire young and new entrepreneurs as they step into the entrepreneurship world and build their own successful empire, paving the way for their own revolution. Get inspired, feel empowered, and get to know the babe beyond the brand. This Vancouver babe has established her business as a leading brand of chic, feminine, versatile, and most importantly, comfortable clothing for women. With handmade textiles and high-quality pieces, Gentle Fun Clothing are the perfect closet staples that will take you from the workday to out on the town at night. This brand has been around since 2003 and found in more than 700 retail stores in North America and online. And we are here to talk to its CEO and founder, so let's bring her in. Please welcome CEO and founder of Gentle Fun, Carla Hogg. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for that warm welcome. How are you doing on this Friday afternoon? Oh, I'm great. I'm really excited for the weekend and the rain has finally stopped here in Vancouver for a minute. So uh, that's good. So life is good. Oh my goodness. Now, does it normally rain quite a bit around this time of year? It's basically been a monsoon for the last week. (laughs) So it's been terrible. Um, But we've had a beautiful, beautiful September. So this is, yeah, this is pretty typical for this time of year. It's just making our grass greener. So I can't complain too much. And we get to wear our great fall jackets. So that's a bonus too. Yes, yes. (laughs) Bring out the shackets, bring out the matching umbrellas. The thing about Vancouver though, is that it's so beautiful. And I never really realized a, how much it rains out there. People talk about it, but it's a real thing. But B, <laughs> it's a real thing. How green the grass is. Like it's next level, like out of a book green. Well, you know what? I think it's actually partly moss that's covering the green because it's so wet and it's just glowing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but oh it's beautiful. Goodness. I love it out here. Yeah. Oh, it is very nice. Well, as everybody is well aware of now, Gentle Fawn's headquarters, like I'd mentioned, are in Vancouver. So Carla, are you originally from the area? I am. I'm from, I've lived in uh, Vancouver for the better part of my life. And I'm currently just in a, in a small town, um, just right by the ferry terminal by Victoria um, called Twasson. So just outside of Vancouver. Very nice. Now, what did you go to school for? I went to Kwantlen for marketing, but that was about a million years ago. <laughs> So that's a long time ago, but I went for marketing. So you went for marketing and then what Mm -hmm. made you decide to shift gears and then get into the fashion industry? Well, it was, uh, so Danny, who's my business partner and my husband, we met, um, when we met, I was actually working in um, a corporate job. I was a recruiter for uh, the digital industry and um, Danny was in fashion and he had his own clothing label. And so the two of us met, we were dating and I just really couldn't find anything that I wanted to wear that I was, you know, really excited about. It was just um, a lot of the same and nothing felt special or unique or like edgy. And so, you know, the more and more we kind of talked about this type of thing, um, uh, we really decided that, you know, this was something that we wanted to create for, I guess, me being the muse and we wanted to create together. And that's how it kind of started. Okay, gotcha. Now, I mean, you mentioned your husband as your business partner, which can be a very slippery slope when working (laughs) with your spouse. But 
many couples that go into business together do seem to make it work and be successful. Yes. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, it's, it's not always like, you know, it's, it's been something, it's been a learning um, process over the years. And so Danny and I, you know, I'm the right hand, he's the left, and uh, we have very different skill sets. Um, he's very creative. I mean, we're both, I'm very much into the product side of the business and he directs all of the creative side of the business. And he also handles, he's got a very right brain, left brain where he handles the creative, but also the financing of the business. Um, and I'm more on the sales and marketing as well as product development. Um, but we work really well together and, um, you know, I just, I honestly can't see it happening any other way at this point. And, um, but it's taken a long time, you know, to really learn when you're in those heated debates and you're married and you're working side by side during the day. And so how we can kind of talk to each other, especially when it comes to emotional intelligence, um, that's like a big one, right? Really self-regulating. And so that's something that we've really had to learn our language and, you know, patience over the years. So that's a, that's a big one as, as business partners and as husband and wife. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know I had Jesse Lyons from Poco Loco on my podcast a couple months back, and she had said very similar things as well. Like she is in business with her partner, and they've really had to learn boundaries and navigating, you know, the work life balance because you guys have two daughters as well. So, I mean, you guys have to have to juggle a business. You have to juggle your home life and, and know who does what. And you mentioned, you know, that you look after the marketing side. So going to school for marketing that ended up actually working well in your favor then. It did. (laughs) It did. It did. And the kids are key too, because, you know, that's something that has always been a golden rule that, you know, Danny's really pushed for in our house is after 5 p.m., no more shop talk. It's time for like dinner, the kids' activities, like our, you know, kind of exercise, whatever we want to do to kind of, you know, rest up for and reset for the next day. So I think that's helpful that we just take that time off as well and just, you know, park any business until the next day. Yeah. Well, you guys have been in business for a while now. So I feel like you guys have got a handle on it, but bringing it back to that, because like I'd mentioned, you guys are founded in two, in uh, 2003. And if we go back to that era, it was a yeah. time when crop tops and low high <laughs> jeans. Oh yeah. We're bringing it back, Carla. Like we're we talking bringing it back. <laughs> like cargo pants, graphic tees, like those are all the rage. Like, I feel like, I mean, an Avril Lavigne song is like in my head right now. Like, <laughs> you know, we got a skater boy look, but, but oh, totally. You, yeah. But you and your husband wanted to create a line for women that offered softer and more feminine pieces. So what made you guys want to break away from the mainstream of what was fashionable at the time to focus on more simpler, but chic pieces? Okay. Well, first I have to say, you're totally right. You nailed it where it's like, right now on all of the runway shows, it's all Y2K. So everything is back. So if anybody out there has anything in their closet, that's like the vintage crop tops and and cargo pants, like bring that stuff out. If it still fits at this stage, but bring it back, give it to your daughter. Um, But to answer, um, answer your question, you know, it was really like how my lifestyle was evolving. And I really wanted a wardrobe that was going to reflect what was happening in my life. And so I was no longer wanting to wear those styles, um, but I didn't really want to stray too far from having something that felt like really cool, but I still wanted to be sophisticated. You know, I didn't want to wear like crop tops really anymore. 
And so I wanted to still have something that was really, really unique and different. And that, um, you know, that really resonated with our customer too, because as I was like growing up and evolving, so was she. And so we kind of grew up together, which is really cool. So Gentle Fawn has really evolved quite a bit. Like if you look back to when we started the collection to where we are now, um, a lot of like the roots and the core values haven't changed of it being really effortless and easy to wear. Um, but it's also really evolved with the times and the trends and just like, you know, where she's at in her life. And the response was great. People were super excited, um, you know, to have something that was like new and still fashionable and edgy, but like not too junior, I guess, would be the, the way to describe it. So people love the designs and, um, you know, in the very early days, it grew quite quickly. And so that was really exciting for us and, you know, inspired us to keep going. Now, I'm assuming, Carla, that this is where the gentle and gentle fawn came from then. Yes, it's so funny that you say that. We always say <laughs> that we're the little fawns, we're the gentle fawns, because <laughs> she's really, our customer is quite feminine, um, but she wants a very, like, understated look. Um, but that's actually not where Gentle Fawn came from. So a lot of people don't know this, but, um, and it's a little off track, but I'll share this with you. So the original name was supposed to be Fawn, but you can't trademark a color and Fawn is a color. So we had to come up with something different. And so we still wanted to keep Fawn in the name. And at the time, and we'll still, Danny and I are really into kind of mid-century modern kind of looks. And he had come up with this like kind of Palm Springs arched sort of graphics because his background was in graphic design. And it said gentle Fawn. And we had found this uh, little ceramic Fawn when we were um, kind of antique shopping one day and that became sort of this icon of the brand so we still have this this ceramic fawn today and a number of other ceramic fawns that people used to send us from all over the world and um, that's where the name came from interesting oh I always love knowing the background stories of business names and and yeah. where they stem from that's cool yeah um so Gentle Fawn prides itself on having quality pieces that are effortless and approachable. So Carla, what does the statement mean to you? Well, effortless and approachable is definitely a lifestyle for our customers. And so, you know, for us, we're really creating designs that are more timeless than they are trendy. And we want our customers to have a really high quality clothing items that she can really love and look great in and feel super confident in uh, for years to come, like not just season to season for years. And something also that really allows her to comfortably move throughout her day. And that's really what, you know, an effortless and approachable design means to us. Now, would you say that your brand is affordable? Because when you say high quality, usually that means that that would come with a hefty price tag. Well, I, you know, I really do, but I'll, I'll, you know, I think that affordability really is um, highly dependent, like the word affordability is highly dependent on someone's financial situation. And so it's, it's um, very personal, because what one person values may be different than what another person values. Um, so for us, like our, our price of our product product is very fairly priced, when it comes to the high level of design and quality. And to me, I feel like that equation you know, means that we are an affordable brand, but it, it's really different for everybody, right? It's what you value as an individual. Now, back in 2018, Carla, Gentle Fawn launched its sleepwear line, and eventually you expanded your collection to include loungewear as well, which I have to say, you guys were way ahead of the times. It's like you guys were prepping for COVID times in that right. era. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too far ahead. 
Yeah. But I noticed that you guys no longer have the sleeper line. So when did you decide to step away from that area? Well, you know, the exciting thing about fashion is that it's always evolving and you get to try new things. So this is the really fun part about our job. So, you know, we had um, a sleeper collaboration that we had with a retailer a number of years ago. It was super fun. We had a great time designing the collection, but it's a really long process. And it's, it also takes a really long time to sort of gain traction in any area. And so we really decided, um, and actually what's been really successful for us as a business is staying focused on our core competencies. And so, you know, we really wanted to focus back to like what is fem feminine and effortless styles for every day. And the sleeper category just wasn't enough of a driving force of, you know, inspiration for us to just keep developing into it. So, so we parked it. Now, did you guys remain then with the lounge line? We did. So, you know, I mean, it's evolved over the years, but um, we've, you know, it's lounge or essentials or basics. It depends on how you kind of want to categorize. It kind of sort of sits together. But the lounge where we do, we've got a lot of our really comfy, cozy fleeces. We've got um, sets that you can wear sort of, you can, they're quite elevated. Um, so we have, for example, right now we've just launched a velour tracksuit, which we still call our lounge, but it's quite elevated lounge. And then we've got um, our fleece program, which is like really comfy, cozy. You know, I was wearing that last, you know, yesterday night and I was just lounging Around, but it still looked really good and I felt really fresh. So it's changed in many ways. And then we also have our essentials program, which is our Eco Vero. Um, they're like our layering tops, we call them. And uh, they basically can go date at night. So lounge kind of sits in um, a lot of different areas, but it's really for us, it's, it's really comfortable and casual wear for Gentle Fawn. Well, I feel like you guys really did a number on a trendy loungewear look versus, you know, Paris Hilton walking around with the juicy track right. pants and stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and oh that's, gosh. I know. And, and, you know, I mean, that's the scary, that's funny because that's all coming back. <laughs> so put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Seriously. Along with like the flare jeans and everything. I cannot oh, yeah. get over that. They're coming back. Come I on. know it's, it's TikTok, honestly. <laughs> setting speak, a lot of trends. Yeah. But speaking though, Carla, about trends coming back, how would you say the brand has grown with us customers and evolved throughout the countless trend changes throughout the years while still keeping to its roots? Yeah, I know. It's funny. There's been so, there's been so many trends and it just, they keep um, over the years, they just recycle. It's uh, it's amazing. But you know, for us, um, because our core values are so rooted in our design process, and ultimately we share the same values as our customer. So, you know, we're looking for stylish quality items that are flattering fits and really easy to wear. So regardless of those changing trends or colors or fabrics or whatever's happening in the world, as long as we keep sticking to these key values, then our brand and our customer will grow together. And so that's, um, that's what's really worked for us. Now, I also want to bring awareness to your website, Carla, because you guys offer both a Canadian and US website and your customer demographic is all over the world. But why do you think it's important to keep the brand here in Canada instead of relocating and operating out of the States? Well, you know, ultimately, Vancouver is our home. And uh, we have um, a number of staff that we've had working with us really since the beginning. And they're like family. And I wouldn't up and leave my family. So 
Um, that's really the, the, the underlying reason. Um, and it's been so exciting to see the women in our office just really grow their careers with us. I, I can't see it working any other way. Um, not to mention that our kids are so deeply rooted in the school system and our community that we live in. And um, now that things are virtual, we really have every opportunity here as we would if we were, you know, in Los Angeles or anywhere else in the world. So um, I don't know that it matters as much uh, where your headquarters are located. And we just love Canada. So we've got some hometown pride. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely don't really hear of businesses relocating out of Vancouver. Once they're situated there, for the most part, they're there to stay. Smash and Test yeah. is the same way. Like when I was chatting with Ashley Free Freeborn, she was like, you know, I've been doing virtual for so long. Like she's like, I'm based out in California, but all my staff are still in Vancouver. So, you know, it doesn't make a difference at this point. Let's just keep it yeah. Canadian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now let's briefly talk about your retailers because Gentle Fawn can be found in more than 700 multi-brand retail stores. And I love on your Instagram page too, Carla, that you guys feature and tag your retailers from Canada to the States, to the UK, and even Europe. Yep, absolutely. You know, we love our retailers. Um, they're where we started and they still account for the majority of our business. And they're all independent specialty fashion boutiques. They're mostly all women owned. Um, so we really, really love supporting them. And we've developed amazing relationships with them over the years. So it's really nice that our business have businesses have really grown together, especially over the last um, couple of years with COVID. It's just been a huge supporting each other uh, process. So that's that's been really great. But since this, this podcast is really targeted at an audience in Ottawa, I'd love to give a shout out to um, our one and only uh, retailer in downtown Ottawa. They're called BB Co. And so they carry Gentle Fawn and all other Canadian um, local brands. So I think they're, that's a pretty cool thing to do. And they're a nice uh, local boutique. So uh, we've got tons of other accounts in Ontario, but that's the only one that we have that's in downtown Ottawa. Well, that one is in Ottawa, like you had mentioned, but so our podcast also focuses on strictly in the Ottawa Valley area. So oh. while we're giving, no, that's all right. But while we're giving shout outs though, Carla, I'm just going to keep on the bandwagon here. You can sure. also find Gentle Fawn too at Picket Fence in downtown Pembroke, um, at Flint and Honey in Perth. You can find them at um, Jaden Laney Boutique in Arnprior and so many others. Oh, um, what's the other one? Dory's Habit actually too in Elmont. So lots of local retailers that we have here in the Ottawa Valley that people can go to and find Gentle Fawn. So that's fantastic. Holly, thank you so much for that shout out. That was huge. Thank you. Uh, very, and those are all great accounts. So I'm glad that you were able to mention all of those and like right off the top of your head too. That's amazing. <laughs> I did my Sounds homework. like you're a gentle phone customer. You know where to shop. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Baby on the Brand series. We're going to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Louise, and together we are Vendors of the Valley. We are hosting our Fall Hall Market on October 22nd from 4 to 9 at 2 International Drive in Pembroke. Enjoy sipping on drinks from O'Kenny Craft Spirits and Whitewater Brewery, snacking on charcuterie cups from His and Her Grazing Boxes, all while shopping our 20 vendors showcasing their beautiful products and services. Proceeds from this event will go towards the Pemper Regional Hospital's Cancer Care Program, helping to update, expand, and overall improve the chemotherapy and medical daycare units at the hospital. 
General admission tickets will be on sale from now until October 16th, which will include access to our vendor market, a charcuterie cup, and your choice of alcoholic beverage from the bar or non-alcoholic drink will also be available. Market access tickets will be on sale until the day of the event and at the door as well, allowing you access to the bar and the market. Follow us on social media at Vendors of the Valley for ticket sales, vendor information, and more. We hope to see you there. We all know how exciting pregnancy is, but let's talk about how overwhelming it can be too. So many things on the market, but what do you actually need? This is where Bundle of Joy Box comes in. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Winnie, the mother and daughter duo behind Bundle of Joy Box. Bundle of Joy Box is Canada's premier multi-brand pregnancy and postpartum subscription box company. The products are made by Canadian creators and curated with love for each trimester. Use code OVBB for 10% off your first box and get a free baby box at the end of your subscription. Code OVBB can also be used on any one-time purchase for 10% off. Bundle of Joy Box also offers free shipping Canada-wide on purchases of $50. We look forward to helping you with your pregnancy adventure. Head over to bundleofjoybox.ca for more information. Hey, it's Erica from Niagara Cookie Co. We are female-owned and operated and Niagara's one-stop creative and delicious stuffed cookie shop and home of the OG Creme Cookie. Check us out at at Niagara Cookie Co. on Instagram or visit us in person in Niagara, Ontario. Now, let's get back to the podcast. I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about sustainability, which is a core part of your company's culture. And that word actually grows, goes across the board when it comes to sustainable clothing and business practice. So how is Gentle Fawn identifying areas to improve ways to create a more positive effect on the environment? Right. Well, I think it's important for every business and consumer to think about how they can really reduce the impacts on the environment. So many industries, including fashion, have negative impacts on the earth. And I think, you know, we all want to do what's right for the planet ultimately. So it, and it all adds up. So this is something that we're continuously chipping away at. We have a sustainability committee in, in our office and our team is responsible for identifying projects and areas that we can um, change and identify ways that we want to reduce our impacts on the environment. So some of the things that we're doing, we're doing lots of different things, but I'll give you an idea of a few. So we have our e-commerce packaging, which is um, in biodegradable bags that can be put into your compost, which I think is pretty cool. And then 30% of our fabrics have a lower impact on the environment. And our hang tags are made from recycled materials. So uh, we're also doing composting in office um, with our food. And there's just lots of little things. There's always room for improvement. There's so much that um, can be done and you know, it's these things take time. So I think as long as like you're constantly doing things to make those improvements and growing in that area, that's, that's what, that's the approach that we take. I love that more and more businesses are looking towards more eco-friendly options and they're not only just doing it, but they're sharing it on their social media pages, on their websites, encouraging other businesses to do so as well. But why do you think more businesses should be focusing on economic and environmental sustainability strategies? Well, I think it's, you know, what we were going back to before is that the, the planet is, you know, we're all here to live on it. And it's, you know, we need to keep this, uh, we need to do what we need to do in order to, you know, reduce the impacts on the earth. And if everybody chips in, we're going to be able to make those, those changes before it's, 
it's too late and it's detrimental to the planet. So that's really why, you know, I think everybody needs to chip in and make an effort. And I think most people are there and they're thinking that way. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it just, it takes everybody. It takes a village. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, Carla, one thing that I, I'm really, really drawn to your brand. I mean, other than of course the gorgeous clothes and how comfortable and beautiful they are and how I always feel like I have something to wear, but your brand is proud to be a committed community supporting women empowerment with proceeds from your sales, supporting national and international organizations, including Plan International. Because I am a girl, one girl can keep abreast, uh, Humane Society International and Mamas for Mamas. Why is it important for you to team up with these specific organizations? Well, you know, we want to work with one or two organizations every year to do fundraising. And I think it's really important to give back, um, you know, while we're, we're in this life. And, um, you know, being a female leading a primarily female team, Danny's the only male in the office, and raising two daughters, I feel, you know, really strongly that women need to be more represented across workplaces in positions of power. And um, I've always gravitated to causes that empower women at any stage of their life. And um, I love these organizations for so many reasons. They're all so important in uplifting women. And I have personal relationships with a few of the women who do all of the hard work and the heavy lifting behind these, um, these organizations. And all I can say is they're, they're great causes and we're super happy to be able to support them. Um, yeah, so it's really something that, you know, we're proud to do every year. And we've, we've put that in as a, you know, part of, a, of something that's like a mandate that we do. And one event that you guys are actually partnering up with is with uh, One Girl Can, because on Monday, October 11th, it's International Day of the Girl, which is a global recognized day to honor girls' rights and promote their empowerment. And you guys have teamed up, like I mentioned, for a special campaign on International Day of the Girl. So first of all, I guess, can you just tell us a little bit more about the One Girl Can organization and how you guys initially got involved? Yes, for sure. Uh, One Girl Can is an organization that was founded by this amazing human. Her name is Lottie Davis, and she works to break the cycle of poverty and end gender inequality. And she does this by educating and mentoring girls in um, Kenya and building schools. So personally, Danny and I, we've um, we've sponsored two girls. So we've had uh, two full scholarships for university, which is which includes room and board and books and tuition. So that's an incredible program that One Girl Can offers. And, um, you know, it's such an honor to be part of making a difference in a girl's life. So that's really how we got we got involved. And then um, we've also uh, been a part of uh, a participant in um, in having uh in part of their silent auction every year. So they have a spring fundraising gala. And so over the years, we've always been a participant of that. And uh, and this year, I don't know if you want me to talk about what we're doing right now with them. Should I go for that too? Please, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> so now in honor of International Day of the Girl, we're launching our revival scarf. So this is a beautiful, large scarf. It's perfect for winter. It's really soft and cozy. It comes in two gorgeous prints and colors. And 25% of all proceeds will be donated to One Girl Can, uh, specifically for International Day of the Girl. So we're super, super excited to be celebrating this day with them and shed some light on the work that they're doing and how beneficial it is to change um, girls' lives. You know, if I can just say to all of your listeners, 
please follow us on One Girl Can on social media. Everything is rolling out on Monday, October the 4th. And so every purchase will help us get there and make a huge difference in a girl's life. Fantastic, Carla. What a great campaign. I love that you guys are partnering with them and rolling out these scarves. And what a great way to bring more awareness to that organization specifically. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. So Carla, what's your advice to young and new business owners starting out? Like what things would you have wanted your mentor or someone in your life have told you when you were first starting out with Gentle Fawn? Well, stay passionate and stay true to your vision because it all starts there. You know, you've got to have a clear vision and you've got to be really, really excited and passionate about what you're doing as you're starting to build your business in those early days. And don't listen to the haters. There's always going to be people that are telling you no, or you can't do it, or you shouldn't do the, do it. Like Holly, you would know this with your podcast, right? Like you've got a full-time job, you've got a baby at home, like all those things. Um, and so, and another thing is just be really smart with your money. And if you can afford to in the early days, get an accountant that knows what they're doing. So I think it's, it's really important if you're not super savvy with your finances to have that and otherwise just go for it. Spoken like a true boss, babe, like a <laughs> mom to her girls. Yeah. Reach it out, Carla. I'm here for it. I think that's awesome. And great advice that your girls are going to learn as they get older as well, you know, so. Thank you. All right, Carla, we're going to move into my favorite part of the podcast, the rapid 10 questions you do not know. So are you ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, let's slide into that. Which A-lister rocked your brand that made your jaw drop when you saw them wearing it? Oh, I guess Drew Barrymore. What? Yeah. And Avril Lavigne. That's cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you remember what they were wearing? Oh my gosh. It was so long ago. Um, I mean, Drew Barry, I can't remember the name, right? But it was a sparkly tank top. It was around um, like our holiday season. It was so long ago. I wouldn't be able to tell you the names anymore. <laughs> well, that just goes to show you though, that Avril Lavigne really has upped her style. Yeah. <laughs> since 2003. Because I think yeah. she even came out around that time too, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Carla, here's a question for you. Do you know what year the shacket first exploded in popularity? <laughs> Well, let's see. I'm going to say exploded. Let's see, 2019, the end of 2019, like winter, winter 2019 is when we first launched our first one. And uh, it was, it went a little crazy for us. That seems about right. I was looking online to see like when it first started coming out and I had mixed responses. I had either 2016 and 2018. So I was like, oh, I, and I feel like it just came out this year. But I mean, apparently that word's been around for a while. So well, I'm very I, late to the party. I don't know about that. You know, exploding the popularity. I feel like it's just even been the last 12 months. It's been crazy. I know it's huge. Um, what's one staple piece that goes with every outfit? Oh, well, for me, it's my t-shirt. You know, I feel like you can just like, but I'm a very casual person. So I can dress up a t-shirt or wear it casually. I can kind of do anything with it. <laughs> Matilda pullover or Frankie sweatshirt? Oh, Matilda. Oh, and see, I'm a big fan of the Frankie. So comfy. <laughs> it is, it is. What's one piece of clothing that has evolved over time, but never really went out of style? Oh my gosh, there's lots of those. Um... I'm going to say the legging because I feel like it's always, um, it's a slimming look for a woman. 
you know, so it has, and you can, you can go with the athletic looking legging. You can go with the, the faux leather looking legging to dress it up. You know, you can kind of do different things and you can wear it with like, you know, a, a nice, um, tunic over top and so you can do different things and I think it's always stayed the same but things have changed with the fabric and the fits. Carla do you try on clothes before you buy them? I do I always do fit is very important to me. You live in Vancouver so we know it rains quite often Carla but <laughs> other than an umbrella fill in the blank you should never leave home without your credit card. <laughs> no, I changed that actually. Your phone. Your phone. <laughs> I do like the credit card one though. That's a good yeah. one. Especially in Vancouver. There are so yeah. many shops there. Yeah. I feel like people in Vancouver don't even wear umbrella use umbrellas. You know, we're all so used to the rain. It's like, oh, this is nothing. <laughs> like push through. <laughs> I read that shoulder pads are making its triumphant return in fashion. Do you see this polarizing trend sticking around? No. Yeah, me neither. I <laughs> don't, especially if you're broad-shouldered like me. You look like a football star. It's like, it's not a good look for me, at least. It works on so many women. It's very chic. <laughs> All right, Carla. And my final hard-hitting question, what's one Canadian business or boss babe you think everyone should know about? Okay, so I'm going to have to go with boss babe on this one. So um, I'm going to go back to One Girl Can with Lottie Davis. She is amazing. She is not only the founder of this amazing charity One Girl Can, but she also owns a business, AG Hair Care, which is a Canadian business. And um, those are two full-time jobs. And she, if you ever get a chance to listen to her speak, she is the most passionate, moving, incredible speaker. She brings me to tears when I'm listening to her stories. Um, tears of pride, that is. And she's won numerous entrepreneurial awards for a woman of distinction, making a global impact. So, and uh, she's Canadian. So I think she is a total boss, babe. Awesome. Great shout out. Great partnership. Great podcast. Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carla. Well, thank you so, so much for sitting down with me today and congratulations on all your success throughout these years. And, and I'm so excited to see where the next five, 10 years takes you guys, because like I said, you are just growing in, in fashion and you're going to be getting in more and more stores as time evolves. I feel like this podcast is hopefully going to be bringing more awareness, you know, to more retailers in the area, maybe even in Ottawa, you know, to jump on the bandwagon too, but tell everybody where they can find you, Carla, on your website and on social media. So gentlefawn.ca and gentlefawn.com. That's our Canadian, our US website. And then on Instagram, um, Pinterest, Facebook, those are all the platforms that you can find Gentle Fawn on. Great. Sounds good. Well, remember guys, it's got to be versatile. It's got to be effortless. It's got to be fashionable. Then you know, it's gentle fun. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for following along on this week's episode of baby on the brand. We'll see you next time.